Your life is an intricate ecosystem that's built upon the various aspects of your existence that intimately influence one another. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how the various aspects of your existence influence one another and also how you can understand your hierarchy of harmony, which is how you'll be able to take back control over your motivation, your drive, and ultimately how you're able to show up in the world on a day-to-day basis. Welcome back to another episode of the Positive Performance Podcast, where I'm just out here exploring the limits of the human potential and capacity. And in today's episode, I'm excited to share about a concept and a framework that's had such an immense impact on my life and on my personal growth and development. And this is a concept that I call the hierarchy of harmony. This is something that really came through me as I was moving along my path of personal development and really as I was honing in on my self-awareness, on how I was feeling on a day-to-day and the things that were impacting that. Because before I started this journey of personal development, I really didn't pay much mind into the things that were affecting me. I was just quite used to having stomach aches and not feeling good on some days and having hangovers. These were were all things that were kind of a normal part of my existence growing up, and I never paid much mind into the things that were actually affecting how I felt and my motivation levels and my drive and my capacity to really just do things. And as I started this path of personal development, I started to grow. I started to bring more, more mindfulness around how I felt. Now I began to notice that there were certain things that were affecting me. They were affecting my energy. They were affecting how my body felt. They were affecting my ability to do things, my motivation to do things. And once you become aware of this, you can't become unaware of this. And this it really becomes this snowball effect. And this is where this hierarchy of harmony concept came about because as I began to look at all these factors in my life, I call it my life ecosystem, and everything in our life is intertwined. They all play into one another in a very intimate way. It's this intimate interplay of all the different aspects of our life that play into one another. So we have our relationships, we have our nutrition, the way we're eating, we have our exercise and activity. We have our work, our career, our purpose, our creative outlets, our sleep. These are all segments of our life that are intimately connected with one another and they each affect each one another. And ultimately, they affect how we can show up, how motivated we are, how inspired we are. So again, before I really wasn't paying mind, I wasn't reflecting, I wasn't looking into these various areas, there was no sort of self-awareness that I was implementing. Now, as I started this personal development journey, I started to take this more seriously, I began to journal, I began to reflect, I began to really take the time to look at the these various areas, patterns started to emerge. And this is really where this hierarchy of harmony came through because I began to notice that some areas held a bigger weight for me than other areas. I began to notice that I could be in this very driven and motivated and aligned state of being, 
But if this one thing fell off, it it would cascade into these other areas. So one area would fall off and then the other area would fall off and it would just cascade until I found myself in this space where I just wanted to eat junk food and sit on the couch and do nothing. And I'm like, how the heck did we get here? And I began to notice that for me, there was, I could follow the thread back into the habits and patterns that brought me to the space where I'm like, how the heck did I get here? And I'm sure this is different for each person. This, what this hierarchy looks like. You can look at this like a triangle, right? So say at the base level could be the thing that has the greatest impact on the other things in your life. So to give you an example for me, mine is without a doubt, nutrition. When I fall off my eating patterns, my sleep is affected. My motivation is affected. My desire to work out is affected. All these other things are affected. So when I give in, when I cave in and I have food that I know is going to make me feel a certain way, it's not going to allow me to get a good night's sleep, then that's going to cascade into the other areas of my life. So for an example, you know, on a a Friday night, I would get some pizza, maybe have a couple beers, maybe follow that up with a pint of ice cream at nine, 10 o'clock at night. Guess what? Then I would get nauseous and then I wouldn't get a good night's sleep. And then guess what? (laughs) I would wake up and I wouldn't feel great that day so that I wouldn't be motivated or inspired to go to the gym or go work out or do anything. So now because of the nutrition, now my exercise was off. Now, because of that, there was a bit there was a bit of guilt and shame that came up, and I was less motivated to do things in my business or do things for work or just do things in general. So again, all coming back to the nutrition. Now, there were times when I didn't eat great. I didn't make the great nutritional decisions and I was able to discipline through and not have it have such a cascade effect. So this was on the, I'll say worst case scenario level where it was this immense cascade down into, you know, from one decision of eating or having some drinks into, you know, days or even even weeks of lack of motivation, drive, um, levels of dopamine and serotonin just not pushing me forward all because of this area. So again, I think this is something that really is unique to each and every person, what this hierarchy looks like. Um, And again, for me, I know it's that nutrition. When my nutrition is dialed in and I'm eating in an aligned way with the things that I know fuel me and make me feel good and that I enjoy, when I'm doing that, I am hella motivated to go to the gym and then supplement that. And then when I'm aligned with my eating and my working out, I just feel, I'm like, wow, you're doing all this stuff. You, I feel great. My energy feels great. And then guess what? I am so inspired to do my job, to do work, to step into other things, to be creative. There's The energy is just different. And again, this could look different for each and every person. So taking some time, and this is where it all started for me, taking the time to just notice, hey, when I eat this, I feel this way. When I have this many drinks, this is how my sleep is affected, or this is how I feel the next day. And from that place of awareness, we can begin to refine this. And again, this is not about being perfect 100% of the time, or, you know, if you want to have some drinks, or if you want to have that meal, 
it's okay. Like, don't shame yourself and, you know, put yourself in this box of just saying, like, well, I just have to live this, like, perfect lifestyle. Like, listen, you're going to have moments and that's okay. But the more you can continue to bring awareness around this and understand the repercussions of it, you're not going to be sitting there wondering, why am I not motivated? Or why do I feel so off? Why is my energy off? Why am I struggling to get to X, Y, and Z? You'll be able to have answers to those questions. As I mentioned, I spent a long time not having those answers. I paid no mind and no attention to what was affecting me, how it was affecting me. I was eating all things that were affecting my gut, and I was just living with gut issues. And I was drinking very heavily and didn't understand how that it was it was affecting my sleep. And I really didn't understand the importance of sleep to the degree that I really understand it to today. And knowing that when we affect our sleep, and even if we're getting the hours of sleep, it doesn't mean we're getting the quality of sleep. And when we don't get that quality of sleep, our cognitive function is 100% affected by that. So if you have a business, whatever, if you have a job, whatever you're doing, you need cognitive function. So sleep and sleep quality is important. And things like drinking an abundance of alcohol, a lot of alcohol and drinking alcohol right before bed, having caffeine right before bed in the, in the, in the hours leading up, these are all things that are going to affect the quality of sleep. And then based upon that, your following day is going to be affected. Something I certainly learned and I take very seriously now, is that our day does not start when we wake up. Our day starts with the decisions that we make the night before. I'll say that again. The day begins with the decisions we make the night before. So if we're watching TV till really late, if we're not taking the time to decompress, to plan our day the next day, to put some thought and mindfulness into that to not decompress and not have that nighttime routine to ensure that you're bringing in tomorrow with intentionality, then you're leaving a lot at the table. And I know that because I was there. I used to just, you know, veg out on some Netflix till I went to bed or on electronics till I went to bed, which was another thing that I've since really shifted because having blue lights on us it really affects the way that we're able to fall asleep and it affects our melatonin. It affects our body's sleep wake cycle. So when we're on screens and we're on phones and we're on TVs till really, really late, the brain's thinking it's still time to be up. So what happens? It takes us longer to fall asleep. We don't stay in as deep of sleep. So taking a little bit of time to detox from technology in hour, hour, two hours beforehand can be really important. I like to implement what's called the three, two, one rule. So no eating three hours before bed, no working two hours before bed, and no screens and technology one hour before bed. Do I do this every day? Nope, not there yet. But do I notice the impact that it has when I do do this? Absolutely, I do. So this is, uh, you know, again, the more that you bring awareness to this, that awareness can't go away, right? So once you start paying attention, you start seeing when you feel good, how you perform, the things you're able to do, and then you start doing things that counteract that. And then you're like, oh, wait, when I do this, this happens. And I'm telling you, it's going to increase your motivation. It's going to increase your drive. It's going to increase your ability 
to navigate around those things because when we don't see the repercussions, it's harder to move away from certain habits and patterns. For me, I'll talk about my drinking. I was a 100% an alcoholic at one point in my life where I was just dependent upon it to have a good time, to feel comfortable, to go out and feel accepted around people and to enjoy myself. And I really never paid mind to the effect it was having on my life because I wasn't paying attention to that. I wasn't really paying attention to my personal growth and development and how I was feeling. And, you know, in short term, I was paying attention to like working out here and there. But it was it was on a very short term, like I just want to look better, not a longevity piece. Now my focus of health is on longevity. Yes, I want to look good. I want to feel good. But it's also about living a long time, living to be as young as possible, as old as possible, right? And I feel that. I feel younger each year. And that's a possibility. But before I wasn't, I was getting older each year and I felt worse each year. And my health was reflecting that. So going back to the drinking, the alcoholism, I never had a reason to stop because I wasn't seeing the repercussions. I was just like, oh, cool. I'm going out and we're having having beers with the gang. And even though I was waking up hungover, I was like, that's just part of it. It's just like a price you pay, right? But once I started the journey of personal development, and I had a reason, I had, a, I had the understanding of what alcohol was actually doing to my life. Quitting wasn't even something I had to really try to do. It was just a natural byproduct of that. I'll never forget the last time I got blackout drunk. I forget what year it was, probably 2017, 2018, maybe 19. I, I don't quite remember, but it was a concert, Revolution, never forget. Went with my partner at the time, and I couldn't wait for this concert. I remember getting there, like double fisting beers right away. I was like, yeah, it's going to be a great night. Started drinking heavily, and next thing I knew, I woke up at home with chocolate on my face and no recollection of the concert. I was so excited to see. We got funnel cake. I didn't remember it. Chocolate funnel cake. That's what I woke up. I woke up. I'm like, Why? what's this chocolate? What happened last night? And it just like hit me. It's like you wanted to go to this concert, to this band that you love at this amazing, beautiful venue. And because you wanted to get shit-faced, now you have no recollection of a beautiful memory that you wanted to go have. And now you feel like shit today. And then you eat a funnel cake at 11, 12 o'clock at night on a boardwalk, and you don't feel good today. And all these things like just hit my awareness. And I was like, what, what am I doing this for? I was having fun, and I can have fun without it. But again, that was the old pattern. That was my old understanding of like, oh, when I go out to have fun, I need to drink. And in that experience, it really blew those doors open. And I said, I'm like, I'm not willing to sacrifice these experiences because I feel like I need this other experience to enjoy the experience, right? Because right to, to enjoy the experience, I'm having these beers, but then I forget the experience. And I was always someone who blacked out easily. Now, when I say blackout, I was still there. Like if people wouldn't know I was blacked out, I was still there. I was still conscious and talking. I wasn't stumbling all over the place. But my memory was always severely affected by alcohol. And this is something I dealt with forever drinking. Um, so it finally hit a point where I'm like, I'm not, this is not worth it. 
And that's when, again, I, I didn't have, I didn't say I'm going to AA or I didn't even say I'm quitting. It's just like in that moment, I knew I'm like, this isn't worth it. And I never looked back. And again, this goes for all the other things. It doesn't have to be drinking. This could go for, for eating patterns, right? The amount of times that I would, you know, getting to these patterns of overeating and to like a really extreme degree and having pizzas and, and greasy food and takeout and, and ice cream, like all in one day, filling some void within me, doing some sort of avoidance with this food. Right. Again, we can enjoy ourselves. It's not to say that you can't have some ice cream. You can't enjoy yourself. But what's the impact that it's having? To what degree are you doing it? Because the more you can bring awareness to this, this is hierarchy. Again, you can start going to the root cause. So when I began to really see this and understand this, then I knew when I was really, really off and I, I, I found myself not going to the gym, I found myself really at a challenging point, I would just stop and be like, where's your nutrition at? Where's your eating? Let's start there. And typically when I started there, again, it would cascade into the other areas of my ecosystem, into my exercise, my nutrition, my motivation, my creativity, my relationships. So take some time, take, take some time to just reflect upon this. What are the different areas of your life? How are they affected? You could do this through journaling. That's how I started. I started with journaling. Um, never really journaled before. And I just, I just made a practice to aim to do it every day. Just at the end of the day, reflect upon how I felt, how I felt about the day, how I felt with my health, how I felt about what I did. Really not a ton of structure to it. And as I really continue to grow and develop and build systems around my growth and development, now I've built it into a much more comprehensive practice. Now I have a set of sheets on my computer um, that really aim to, on a daily basis, track the various metrics in my life that I find most important. I'm going to be going over this in a separate podcast. This is what I call my growth matrix, and it's essentially these main focal areas where I track the quantitative data. So quantitative, think quantity. So what I actually did or didn't do. So having a habit tracker. So the numbers, like did I do this or did I not do this? So the quantitative data is the actual things that I'm doing in my life. And then the qualitative data. So think qualitative, think quality of life. So I have another sheet where I track how I feel about my relationships, my happiness, my motivation, my drive, my health, my nutrition. So that's how I feel about my life. And the other one is what I'm actually doing with my life. So I have these two sheets that I do every day. It takes me about maybe 10 to 15 minutes. So now I can actually see in graphs in Excel Okay, well, I had this this amount of calories. I had this type of food that this is the amount of sleep I got. This is my quality of sleep. This is the next day, how motivated I was, how driven I was, how I felt about life, how happy I was. So now I can really take a an honest look and say, like, when I'm doing this, my happiness is affected by this. When I'm doing this, my motivation is affected by this. I know this this may sound very extreme and some people listening you might be like I like I don't get that what like that is just so much but honestly it's just been the natural progression of my journey of personal development of self-awareness and I couldn't imagine doing things any other way 
I it has brought me to a point of just continued balance, sustainability, motivation, drive, and understanding of the things in my life that are impacting me. In the beginning of my personal development journey, I, there was so much ebb and flow and back and forth, and I would make progress and fall back into patterns, and I didn't know the shifts that I truly needed to make. And I learned so much in those first few years, but as I'm really getting into this next phase and this next level, I'm really beginning to understand the the importance of these systems and understanding the impact that the different things are having on our life. Because before, you know, I feel like I was just going in pretty blindly. Like we can still make growth. You don't need to have all these metrics and all these data points to have the growth. But I'm really beginning to understand when these metrics are here, man, that growth is amplified and I can really stop things much quicker. I can look and be like, whoa, so for the past three days, happiness and drive have been down. What's going on? What have I been doing? What have I not been doing? Right? Tracking my habits, my meditation, my practices, my gratitude. I can literally day by day begin to see and really put a line in the sand before days, weeks, and months go by. And I find myself in, you know, back in a depressive state, back in a state where I just don't want to do anything because you can always slide back. The brain's always going to go back into that, want to seek that comfort, seek those patterns that we've always been in. So just because I'm doing all this tracking and I've been on this journey in personal development, it still comes up. Old patterns come up. Old things are still within me. They still test me. But now I have a higher degree of awareness around that. So this is the concept of the hierarchy of harmony. Again, something that came to me and through me as I progressed and really just began to bring awareness into what's affecting my life. So I invite you through this podcast to just take a look, start to just take notice of how you feel on a day-to-day basis, some of the things that may be impacting it, some of the people that may be impacting it, some of the things that you may be eating that may be impacting it. Look at the behaviors, look at the things you're putting in your body, look at the people and the surroundings that you're putting yourself in and see how they're impacting you. And just start with that. Just start with seeing it. You don't have to make any big, huge changes Again, as I talk about on everything on this podcast, it's about slow and incremental. You know, never compare yourself to someone else of today only from someone from who you were yesterday, because your day one could, you know, you're looking at someone else's day 1000 when you're on day one or day 100, you know, and as I talked about in the last podcast, something I struggle with, I look at people, I've been doing this for years and, you know, I'm like, oh, wow, I have so far to go but I'm right where I need to be. And there's other people that may look at the things that I'm doing and tracking my time and having these Excel sheets where I'm tracking happiness and joy and I have graphs. They may be looking at that like, whoa, that's like so, there's such a gap there. But how did I get there? I just started with some awareness and realized I wanted better for my life. And then from that awareness, again, I started to journal. And then I realized there was deeper levels I could go to amplify this growth. And then it just became an obsession. It's like, there's there's no limit to our potential. I'm getting more optimized. I'm getting older but feeling younger. I'm getting older feeling happier. I'm getting older but having more financial freedom. So these metrics were showing me that I was heading in the right direction. And once you begin to see that, it's going to hit your dopamine pathways. You're not going to worry about discipline and motivation because it's going to be intrinsic. 
now you're hijacking, you're biohacking your body, and you're bringing this into just a, a process that's going to ever evolve for you. So take some time. Look into this. Look into your life. And I promise you, it's going to just continue to amplify. It's going to allow you to easily release the things in your life that aren't serving you and easily call in more of the things that are serving you. Again, this has had such an impact on my journey. This has really been at a cornerstone in my life. So I'd love to hear if you implement this, if you try this, definitely would love to hear from you. So send me a message, find me on social media. I would love to hear how the hierarchy of harmony works for you in your life. And I would also love to hear about what are some of the ones that are that are most impactful. As I talked about, nutrition is at the bottom of my triangle, which means it has the most impact on others. But I would love to know what the, uh, what the bombs of other people's triangles are too. So try this on. Let's reach out. Let's chat. And until next week's episode, as always, stay growing.